And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Yo, what up, podcast people? It's the one and only legend of winning, a.k.a. Low. And we're back with another episode of the All Top Podcast, better known as Slotting in Rihanna's DMs. Because, you know, Joel Embiid is out here wilding again with Rihanna. I'm going to slide over to my... Whoa, pause. I was about to say... I was low-key about to just say something really sus about sliding in and... Like, no, I'm not going to say that, though. I'm going to give it to my co-host... Agent the main Zero, character himself, Agent Zero, no, man. Nigga, How y'all doing? You're at best, hey, you're at best a co-star, nigga. That's what you are at best. Nah, I'm a main character, and I'll tell him why. Because I thought of this brilliant idea, man. So everybody knows you're a co-host. Not nah, listen, you might be a co-host. I'm a main character. No, Disney, Disney came out with their brackets. I filled out my bracket. Lion King won mine. Nigga, right? the bracket uh, started with the Kanye thing. Let's be clear. Uh, did it? Yeah, it started with the Kanye bracket. Yeah, I did. I saw King of the Fourth Quarter do the Kanye bracket, and then I saw you tweet about it too. Uh, I, are you know what's crazy? I can't even do that with you because you don't know enough about hip hop. Yo, that don't say something so disrespectful. I mean, you to don't me like though. That, you don't. You don't. I can't even do that with you because you don't know Bo, enough. I listen to more hip hop than you, so we're not gonna go Cut there. Cut it out. Cut the fucking cap, Agent. Cut it out. <laughs> you, you think you was that? That's the cutest thing ever. But all right, man. Uh, so basically, what I'm trying to say. Is we saw the Disney bracket, Netflix came out with their own bracket, and I was like, yo, Lo, why don't we create a bracket of our own? And we like, it could be players, it could be teams, and then with the podcast, we come to a conclusion, and I think we were, we were gonna tweet it out as well so people can do their own if they want to while they listen and watch the podcast. I thought that was gonna be interesting. So we're gonna set something like that up for the next podcast, and we'll establish the parameters and everything like that. We'll make it public, you guys can download it, fill it out if you want, or you could just mentally do it and be like, what do you mean, Lo? How did that person beat this person? Because inevitably, that is what happens with these brackets. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be for next week. I think that'd be pretty cool. But we need some time to set it up. And so, um, yeah, make sure you just follow us on Twitter at, at bare minimum. Just at least follow us on Twitter and uh, you can be updated. And that's probably the best way you're going to be able to find where to download it at. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know of any other platform we may be able to share it on. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Follow yeah, us on perfect. Twitter. Always, um, right. if you know, you, you said something about Rihanna. Uh, MB is messing with Rihanna again, bro? yeah. He's doing it again, bro. I mean, you know, shout out to on Twitter or what happened? I missed it. This man just, I mean, it was like literally 30 minutes ago. I know you don't really keep up with the NBA because you know, you I was home. in the middle of a stream. Nah, you do a whole that. bunch of other things, so you may not, you know, you may not keep we up with it. We were talking for the last 20 minutes, you didn't bring it up. Okay, Come fine. On, it, happened, it, no, it probably happened like in the last like hour, hour or two. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Joel and B, he straight up like, like just at Rihanna, like, yo, Bay, are you single or not? And I was like, bro, what? And this is not like on some NDM type stuff. He just like made it public and just added her yeah. and said yeah. like, hey, bae, you single or not? Like he bugging, bro. Which, which you know what that means, right? Is he doesn't have his, he doesn't have her number, her agent's number, or anybody associated to her as numbers because he could have just texted them unless he just wanted to make a show of it. I'm gonna say, I, I think he just, dis- he just wanted to make a show of it, I believe. I think that's all it is. So I also saw him tweet out like, am I high or are they just making all the threes? So like, he's, he's going crazy like, you know, just potentially getting himself involved in some sort of substance abuse investigation. It's against the rules and all. 
but metaphorically speaking, he doesn't really give a, too much of a fuck when it comes to the rules. I kind of like it, though. It's all entertainment. I think that's what Embiid brings on and off the court. And low bridging onto Embiid, uh, he... What was it called? An eye eye contusion? He got he got hurt in the eye socket, basically. Long story short, out two to four weeks. I thought when I heard surgery, it was going to be a lot longer. I started to panic. But luckily, he's going to be back. Uh, best case scenario before the playoffs. Yo, is this like... It, should the 76 fans be worried that Embiid's going to be missing this time? No, because it's not that big of a deal. I think it's very similar to what um you saw from Mike Conley not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken, where he just kind of wore a mask. Because if I'm not mistaken, he can come back actually two weeks. He would just have to wear the mask and, and be very cautious about it. But there's no rush for them. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs, and they have a fairly easy schedule. So there's no need for for them to um, bring him back at any rush. And if anything, I would just prefer them to slowly try to bring him back in and not rush him because I would love to see how this team looks without um with without without um without him and, and try to Embiid adapt try to try to adapt without him being on the floor all the time so I, I do like that yeah I agree with you on that uh I don't know maybe their seating will slip a little bit as as uh the, I mean there's only like a couple weeks left in the regular season regardless and uh I don't know they might be jarring for position it's Eastern Conference you want to try and hopefully for them best case scenario is slowly climbing uh I don't know how close they are to Cleveland but it'd be if they can snag a, a three seed half if, a game half a game Okay, so there you go. So, I mean, these games are going to matter at the end of the day. If they can end up getting a three seed on Cleveland, that's going to be huge for the second round. Um, or even, no, you, no, you, no, no, you're right. Second round. Because to be honest with you, especially since he's going to be back for the playoffs, if they're able to snag the third seed, which means that they'll play the sixth seed, which at this point, it's it's too close to say Actually, who the sixth seed is. Yeah. Yeah, and, be, and so because of that, I mean, it's kind of up and down. But more likely, it won't be Cleveland. Like that, I'm pretty sure that's safe to say. So if they grab the third seed and play like the Wizards or whatever. I have them favored to beat the Wizards, and then they go in the the second round and they'll face the um, they'll they'll face um the Celtics. And to be honest with you, especially if Kyrie's going to be out, I have them beating the Celtics. So there, there is a way for them to make it to the conference finals. I don't finals. know about that. That might be a stretch, but I can see it happening. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I'll say this: it's not that crazy. And, and I, to be honest with you, I don't. I wouldn't even deem it an upset if Kyrie isn't there because, I mean, as as, as, as well coached that that team is, I mean, there's only so much you can do, and, and talent is definitely going to you know overtake whatever coaching that you have on the on the floor from uh, in the playoff sense. But you know that and that is. Uh, easy, very easy way for them to make it to the um the conference finals though if they're able to snag that third seed. But I don't really think they should be pushing like that anyway. Because I mean the conference finals just to get to wherever they need to get to and more likely lose regardless. So I, I I don't I would I would like to see it, but I don't really see there there need to be any massive rush for Joel and B to go back out there. Yo, uh, you mentioned with the Celtics that you wouldn't see it as an upset because of their coaching. There was a conversation I was a part of on Twitter, and there was a lot of people saying, like, it was getting to the point with the players, and I was curious when it would develop like this, because when you look at the Celtics, a lot of a lot of people see the team, and they're like, phenomenal coaching, right? You go to the team, great coaching, they make you look like a star, and you might leave, and then people find out you're maybe not so much a star. And how, uh, who was it? Uh, Brad Stevens was talking to a reporter, and 
he reiterated for the first time in a while, I think, like, this is all the players, the players are getting this done. He's basically saying that the games that they're winning and his team's performance is not because he's a phenomenal coach, but it's because his players are doing a good job developing, improving, and learning to play with each other. And I, it was interesting because it reached a point where people were discrediting the players even though they accomplished something because they felt like the real credit deserved to go to the coach. And I think the Spurs also deal with this issue. It's an issue any like phenomenally coached team has to go through. But it was just interesting seeing some of the players and coaches respond to that uh, because it happens more often than not. And they're at this point, you know, what were they earlier? Like 10 games back from the Raptors, only two back. And they just beat the Raptors today. Missed that because I was streaming. But I'm going to have to go back and watch how they lost. Uh, but Boston low has a, like, a good chance if we just look at momentum, based on momentum, of upsetting, surprisingly, like with only three weeks left, finding a way to come back and win the first seed, which would be insane if they managed it, uh, especially if those two teams met up in the conference finals. Yeah, it, it will be. I, I feel like he's only saying that just so he doesn't offend any of his um his his players cuz I don't I don't think it's it does anything good for them but I mean some of those players they're very <laughs> they're very good and and they're really solid players but I mean it, it's it's the coaching puts them in, in situations and, and really um that it, it really put it sets them up to succeed I mean and that's not a knock on any of the players but some of those players are just not they're not good enough and some of those players have been in the NBA for a significant amount of time, and and I and some of you have been on other teams, and they've just never played this well with one another. But it's it's just the coaching and the system and and the culture that they're building, especially with the passing. It's it's it was really good. Like tonight, it was a lot of extra passes being moved around. Players was moving off off the ball. I mean, it's it's a good team, but it's, it's really just the culture and, and the coaching that they set up with the um with the Boston Celtics that's really taking over yeah. at this point. It'd be odd if he hopped on there and he was like. Yeah, no, the players is I, but really, really and truly, it's my offensive and defensive schemes that are helping us win games. Players would turn on him so quick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I get it. I mean, you're asked a question, you're gonna. That's the expected response. But uh, I don't know. It's still interesting to hear the response. Although that's what I guess a lot of people predicted. Coach of the year, though. Uh, that he is definitely the coach of the year. And I don't is is it definite? I don't know if it's definite, man. I don't know. I mean, the fact that they're still winning, they just beat y'all without Kyrie and like. Is pretty uh pretty There was plenty of years where I think we agree that Greg Pop was the coach of the year, but they were like, nah, see he's getting the award too much. So they started to like give it to the second best coach of the year. Even though we, we know who the best coach is, although there's other coaches that perform well over the course of the season. And I feel like that's I don't know. I guess it's kinda difficult to put a finger on it. There's so much it, it, they're not they're not living on parallel ground. It's difficult to make a comparison between teams. But yeah, you're right. He he probably will win it. Uh, remember when the Boston got off to such a slow start, though? I remember when people were beginning to panic that everything wasn't going to work out. And they do this every single year. And then they find out mid-season, like, yeah, just give us some time. They just got together, you know? They can't memorize the playbook on day one. Some of these guys didn't even get a chance to go through training camp. Right. I also also remember in the in in the middle of the season, it happened in the beginning in the middle of the season where you were like, "Oh my goodness!" Like the um, was it? No, they start struggling and and Jason Tatum hit the wall and they're like, "Oh, are they really that good?" And and here they are now, even without um, 
Kyrie and they're still winning games. As a, as a side note, I just want to be very clear about this because I, I hear this way too often. Just because a player gets hurt and the team still wins, that is not, that does not take away anything from that player. It, is, it doesn't devalue from that player. It just means that you have players on the team that are willing to execute while the other player is out of the lineup. But this idea that just because a player is out and the team is still able to win, that you that does devalues the player, the star athlete that's out of the game. That's, I just hear that way too many fucking times, and it's just the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. Like when people make yeah. that argument, it's just very obvious that you you probably are not even watching the fucking games, so or you just don't understand how basketball works. Yeah, it's like it's a very easy conclusion for people that don't watch games to come to. It's very primitive. Like people did it with Kawhi. Like uh, remember last year there was Kawhi was out there, like oh look at the Spurs man, they're doing phenomenal exactly. without Kawhi. They don't need Kawhi. And then Kawhi comes back, and then he proves, like, yo, this is why you have me on the team. This is why I get paid. This is what I accomplish. You could dive into the advanced stats and see the difference, even if you don't see it in the win and loss column on a team. But at the end of the day, it's regular season's a regular season. Uh, stars are going to step up in the playoffs, and I think that's a lot of what's going to happen. Lo, it's, it's a close playoff race in the East, man. Two, uh, three teams. Let me check the updated stats. Actually, before, before you say that, your boy said that too, though, about Kawhi. Your boy, uh, who said that? Your boy Gilbert. He was like, "Oh my goodness, Kawhi. He's just, he's just not that." No way. Yes, he did. I actually got. I, you know what's crazy? I was gonna, I'm trying to make as a video NBA about that player. Too. As an NBA player who's been injured a lot, you would think like he would have perspective. His about perspective the situation. is terrible. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. His, like, I feel like you could drop a rant video on that. <laughs> his perspective is like one of the worst perspectives from an ex NBA player. Ever like he's it's just. It's I feel just like ridiculous. a lot of what he says is just to get buzz. I don't even know if he really believes it. Possibly, that's that's yeah, possible because you know he's trying to get his show off the ground. I'm sure, like, because because what we do, low, like, there's no cost to this. But when you when you're working with complex, like they they have a set, they have people holding up boom mics, they have cameras, like, and they have a, like so it's gonna cost money, and you gotta. How was very off topic, low. I haven't ever paid attention since uh, DJ Academics left and Joe Budden left. Actually, G- DJ still there, but Joe Budden. Academics still there. It's just Joe who left. Yeah, yeah. So when Joe Budden left, yo, was it a disaster there yet, or what was happening? Um, I don't know. I don't watch it either. <laughs> I mean, what you do though? No, I know, I know, I know. I just, I, I mean, I, I see it from time to time, but I, I know their videos don't get that many views, especially for someone. Especially for for a network or a channel that has that many um, subscribers, like it should get way more views. But then again, I mean, yeah. I understand like how it works. They kind of dilute their their whole um, their network of channels with a whole bunch of random content, and so it doesn't really translate that much. But I mean, their their views across the board were they were up when Button was on that um when Button was on there. So I don't know, but it's it's not as successful as it once was. And the thing is, I I to to a degree, I I understand what you're saying about what um. What's his name? Oh, Gilbert. Would Gilbert be saying? Because it is true. Gilbert just be saying some crazy stuff sometimes. But some of that stuff he believes. Like, he he debates it and he has all his top talking points and he really believes that he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, if, if you're an NBA player, you have the distinct advantage of knowing what goes on behind the scenes. So when I watch podcasts, like I watch Jalen Rose's podcast... Or I, li- I listen to it, should I say. Yeah, like sometimes you watch, he'll say some shit. You watch a podcast. And you're like, yo! Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, I, I didn't know that happens behind the scenes, right? You're supposed to use your expertise to allow people a perspective. Anyway, that's besides the point. 
You're right. That is a ridiculous debate. And it happens more often than not. Literally any time a player gets injured and a team still sees success. When Miami had LeBron in the big three, the same thing happened. When any of them went down, if the team still won, they'd be like, see, that Chris Bosh is just trash. See, that's the thing, bro. He's not really doing much. And, you know, it goes without saying that. Uh, I don't know. There's no need to dive deeper into this. Guys, cut it out, man. There's no point in making that argument. You sound stupid. True. So, uh, low teams are slowly getting eliminated from the playoff race. Detroit is a team just grasping for all they have left. They're currently back uh, about five games, five and a half games. Or no, it was four and a half games for Miami in the eighth seed. But the very bipolar team, because they're on a four-game winning streak as we speak. Is it too late for Detroit, man? They had so many chances, then they slid, and they kept losing games. They picked up Blake Griffin, and then they started losing even more. And they're finally deciding now, a team that, to start the season, was in the playoff run, has fell out. Yo, it's a lost cause, isn't it? What's happening with Blake? Blake's not going to make the playoffs with Detroit. No, if I'm not mistaken, Blake is also hurt, too. Blake is out? I don't know if he's like, you will I, never... I don't know if he's like out, out, but I know he's like, I know something happened to him. I'll double check on Twitter, but I feel like he, like he had sprained his ankle or something like that. Like he, he suffered an injury, but unfortunately, um, what's, what's the team? <laughs> the Heat just lost to the, the, the damn, um, Nets today. So, you know, they, yeah, I guess they shit. still technically in the running, but I mean, I don't... nah, he's playing, bro. I'm checking this right okay, now. Okay. I'm about to say, I might, I might, yeah, I might he's not playing a lot. Last couple of games is 25 minutes a piece. Oh, that's kinda... Which dropped significantly. He used to be playing like forty minutes, so maybe that was maybe that was it. Play Blake Griffin less minutes. He's been finding ways to be more efficient in the last couple of games. You will, you won't catch me watching a fucking Detroit game unless the Raptors are playing them. It just won't happen. They just I don't know. Even when they have Blake, there's not an interesting team to watch at no, all. Oh, he no is. Blake, Blake has been sidelined with an injury, pushing the Detroit Pistons back into irrelevance. Yeah. No, but they're on a four-game winning streak. So if Blake's injury, no, 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 coincides. no, 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 I'm not saying like within the last four games he's been injured. Like this just happened. Okay, this might have just happened like today. Like I'm looking at like people writing articles in the last like 55 minutes about uh, it. So yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was streaming. That's always gonna be my excuse. I'm streaming in the evenings. Wow, what the hell? <laughs> so I miss a lot of games. Which I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if that necessarily means it's gonna hurt them. Like I, I, I mean, I'm gonna sit here and watch, look at these um the schedule for the rest of the for the rest of the year. Because I don't necessarily know if, yeah, if that's going to like really uh, mean anything. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to jump to nothing without just looking at basic box scores. But uh, yeah, they play. They played the Knicks. Sad. They played the Knicks tonight and one. They play Brooklyn on tomorrow. Philly the day Easy. after that. Dallas Easy. the day after that. Memphis the day after Damn. that. That's all W's if if they to- capitalize because Toronto, only- but Toronto and Chicago. So really, one Literally. one maybe two hard games for the rest of the season. Nah, because 76ers without Embiid, like you got to capitalize on that. Literally, the Toronto Raptors are the only decent team on there. That's true. So, I so yeah, technically it, speaking, uh, they they could be able to make the playoffs, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't know because I mean I, they still don't have. Let me let me look at who Miami plays because the fact that Miami lost tonight is is a huge. Uh, but it, it might not play. just be Miami, right? Because Milwaukee. Literally, is only half a game ahead of Miami. So, I mean, the fact oh, that they're no, not no. out yet. Uh, I, Atlanta, it, I mean, um, <laughs> fucking Heat play Atlanta twice. 
Oh damn! All right, so, yeah, it's a GG. <laughs> they played a Heat. A heat they played a Heat. Literally, I mean, uh, they played Atlanta. Literally, back to back games, and then New York. Yeah. After that, so yeah, that's that should be a GG. Yeah, Atlanta cannot afford to win games right now because Phoenix is running away with the sweepstakes on a fourteen game losing streak. To be honest right with you, though, I don't, I don't even know if you really would want the first. I I, I have this theory about teams that want to draft. You sound crazy right no, now. Just, what are you I about have, to say? I have, I have this theory about teams that want to draft players. Right. I don't. Sometimes I don't think it's beneficial to have the first pick. Because sometimes you go with the obvious choice. Yeah, right? sometimes you, you you just have so many options that you kind of need someone to be eliminated from it to make it easier for you to to pick a player. So like, if you have like like this year, like after Markel Fultz was selected for the Lakers, it was kind of easy to be like, All right, we 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 need a point guard, obviously, and we're just gonna go with Lonzo, even though that might have been well, who that's they. That's a bad example. But I'm just saying, I'm pretty Lonzo I'm pretty said- sure they would have still went with Lonzo, but there could have been this like. What if Markel Fultz really becomes that great of a player, right? So, but now you can be like, all right, Mark, we don't have to worry about the idea of drafting Markel Fultz now. That's not even an option for us anymore. We're not going to go with, you know what I'm saying, um, Lonzo. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's better examples, but that's the only one that can come on the top of my head. And I feel like it's sometimes it's just better to have your options limited and... This year, especially it's, it's not. But the only especially person that's better year, for as a general manager, because oh yeah, we yeah, talk that's, about that's really what I'm talking about. Yeah, because for the teams, obviously, it doesn't make any sense. But the GM could be like, "What do you mean the Lakers took Lonzo before we got a chance? So what can we do, right?" But if you're the Lakers and you choose Lonzo and you miss out on a future superstar in the same draft, then people are gonna look and point at you because that's a mistake, and it's difficult to know in hindsight how to make that decision, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think that helps the team. I mean, if you're a general manager, I can feel like it eases your decision, but I don't think it. There's no way that helps the team, though. Um, uh, real quick, uh, Minnesota, not Minnesota. Milwaukee plays the Nuggets, Boston, Brooklyn, New York, Orlando, and Philly. So, bless. I mean, it's, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, and I feel like if if I mean really because especially if they're, they're how many games behind. To be honest with you, if 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 Miami would have won tonight, if I'm not mistaken, they actually would have eliminated. Um, they probably would have eliminated the Pistons because if they're four or five games behind, and there's only like four or five games left, maybe six games. Tonight probably would have been a night they would have been eliminated. Nah, it wouldn't have been this one. It would have been the next one. Okay, I mean, but it's I mean we're getting to the point where like even if Detroit wins all their games, they, there's just not enough games for them to win. Or if they lose, isn't that a shame? Game. The talent they have on their team, individual talent of you look at like Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, and of course they dealt with injuries throughout the season. But you would think a team like that in the Eastern Conference is not in the playoffs, and a team like Miami, who you can make an argument has no star players whatsoever, unless of course he's still considered Drummond. I mean, I would say is Drummond. I mean, what is Drummond? What are we saying, Drummond? I'd say Drummond is a star player. I, I guess our standards have lowered a little bit, but. Blake Griffin is a star player. I guess our standards have lowered a little bit. He's not 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 superstar. Star is like the level below. Blake Griffin's never even been a superstar for us to have that conversation, but Yeah, of course not. Not I, I don't I don't know. I just don't view Blake Griffin as a quality enough player at this stage of his career to affect the team so much so to lead them into the playoffs, especially just jumping on that roster. But I mean I think if you're if you're over eighty five overall, you're a star. Clay Thompson's over eighty four over eighty five. Clay Thompson's a star. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
I guess. Right? I mean, I don't. <laughs> like, I just. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So is Drogic, He's not over eighty five. Nah, I think he's like an eighty three, pushing like an eighty two. Right? Oh, that's low. He's eighty two. I think I, I was. I would say that Drogic should be like. He should be the like the standard of what an eighty five is. No, that's too high. I've seen him against. He played well against my Raptors, and he's he's a solid point guard. He just on a consistent like the way I saw him play when I was at the game. Is is not the way I see him play when I'm watching on TV. Like it's 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 just different. Like he's not hitting the same shots, and he's 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 all right, man. There was a moment where he was the, uh, an All NBA third team, if I'm not mistaken, and yeah. he was a star for a, for a brief moment, low, but not anymore. I feel I like he putting he's out the same numbers. Like I don't know, like you putting the same numbers, having very very but that similar. Was, that effects. was on his come up when a lot of people believed like he had infinite potential and. He just, you know, he just left his son. I don't know what potential got to do with you just playing good. I didn't know. I, I, and like the time is flying by. I didn't know like he's been in Miami this long already. It's been like three years, no? This is, this is his fourth year. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, shoot. I didn't know like yeah, I didn't know he's in Miami that long. What's up? It's Justin from the Driving Dish NBA podcast. When I was in eighth grade, I switched from wearing glasses to contacts because I liked playing the game of basketball. And ever since then, I've had to deal with getting contacts, which takes way too long. You have to sit in the waiting room for a really long time. It always kind of smells weird in there. That all changed when I found simplecontacts.com. You show them a picture of your prescription. You pick the brand of contacts that you use. You put in your address and they're on their way. And so much cheaper than going to a doctor every single time you need contacts took me about 15 minutes right before i left for work and we're gonna save you 30 dollars off your first order with them at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or use the enter code almighty at checkout that's 30 dollars off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or enter the code almighty at checkout just remember this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam they only do a test that makes sure your contacts are going to give you 2020 vision they don't write completely new rx's or examine eye health speaking of miami there's only, actually, there's only speaking of miami white side apparently is upset he's uh what's he upset about man he's getting his um panties in a bunch that he's not playing any minutes in the fourth quarter <laughs> I would too. Jonas Valanciunas had that problem for a while. He never came out and said he was upset. Did Hassan Whiteside talk to a reporter? Oh, that's was. I mean, it's, it's trending on Twitter right now as we speak, if I'm not mistaken. Because Whiteside is just coming out saying like they don't play him in the fourth quarter. How he gets benched, and they just lost to the Nets, so they they probably feel like um they probably they probably feel like you know, or he probably feels like you know, if, if I was out there, would have it would have went differently, but. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's it's hard to explain to people who just don't see what what it what it is like on the floor. But like Whiteside being this that god defender, no, like that wasn't. I, I never viewed Whiteside as that great of a of a defender. He was just someone who was getting a lot of blocks, but not really understanding basketball enough to understand that blocks really weren't as important as he probably made them out to be. But now we're at a point where Playing small is so much more valuable than playing big. And if you are big, you need to defend a pick and roll, which he doesn't really p- defend a pick and roll that often. Or he doesn't defend it well enough, and he's not committed to the idea of defending the perimeter. He just wants to stay around the lane. He would be great 15, 20 years ago, but at this stage, like where the NBA is headed into, you have to be much more lateral, laterally quick. But the thing that's very interesting is just how much they're paying him 
and like he may, he may not just he may not even like really be the type of center you would need in today's league. And to get the quote um completely um to get it to I'm trying to I don't know what I'm saying right now. To get the quote <laughs> Hassan Whiteside there well there's claims that he's unsure about his um his future with the Miami Heat because uh, apparently, I guess it's, it's gotten to that point. I don't know how they got these um, which calls, but which means they definitely tried to shop him at trade deadline. Not only, see what not only that, were. I'm just trying to figure like how did they get all of this out of Hassan Whiteside within this ju- within like the last like 30 minutes after they lost to the Nets. But he said, "Man, it's annoying. You know why are we matching? Why are we why are we matching up? We got the best center in the league. Why are we not matching up?" He just called himself. Oh, is that him? Yeah, that's him who just yeah. called himself the best center in the league. Okay. Come and on. I, you know, we talked about him last podcast. Don't set those expectations, yeah, I know. It's man. Just, Come it's on. It's just ridiculous. And he said, a lot of teams don't have a good center. Um, they're, we're, they're, we'll be able to go against their strength. So, I mean, I understand what he's saying. But, I mean, it's just that he's he's not he's, he's just not he's not that good, though. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's really what it is. Um, I agree. A lot of people is remember, remember when he was initially blowing up. People were like, "Yo, Sky is oh, he has no limits," and then he gets so many blocks. And a lot of people were likening him to Larry Sanders. But the more you watch Hassan Whiteside play, a lot of what he does is like he'll attempt a block, knowing that if if it doesn't work out, that he just created a defensive breakdown. That no matter what the rotation is, that low in the restricted area is going to be an easy bucket. Uh, he did a lot against the Raptors in the playoffs last year where he would go for the block and it would result in a breakdown. And they, well, one, of his, one of his nicknames, Low, believe it or not, because I've heard people call him this, is Agent Block. Did you know this? People called him Agent Block. I saw it a couple times on Twitter and I see it on the wiki right now, uh, which is fucking hilarious. Low, Low, on, on a real note, has, is Larry Sanders... The I, most I feel recent, like you're about to say something ridiculous, but go ahead, go. I, I am, I am. That's all I was trying to hedge. Yeah, I was trying to find the you're correct vocabulary. You're definitely about to say something crazy. Is Larry Sanders the best shot blocker we've seen since he decided he wanted to smoke weed instead of playing the NBA? Are you fucking retarded, my guy? I'm just saying, the guy had like four blocks and he was winning the sh- every season. Like, back-to-back-to-back seasons winning the blocks. Four, low. Not two and a half. Not three. The guy had four. That is insane. Are you a retarded agent? Like, what are we saying? And I think that was at the time of uh, Brandon Jennings like, like the was playing last, for. That's what I'm saying. saying like in the last five years. No, I'm saying since he retired. I, has there been that's a, what I'm saying. a he better? He retired like within the last five years. No, I don't think it was five years. I think it was more than that. Because I remember Brandon Jennings was on the team. Not a great defender. He was he was just doing a lot to compensate for a team that we could agree at the time. I think at the time maybe they had John Henson as well, if I'm not mistaken. But he wasn't getting many minutes. I think he was younger, so he was more like a defensive prospect that was building. Are you said? Wait, about, uh, let's, let me pause for a second. I'm just trying to think like oh, wait, wait, who wait, was wait, a better wait, shot who, blocker? Who are we talking about right now? Because I'm I'm, I'm I'm talking about Larry Sanders. There was never a moment in Larry Sanders' career where he averaged four blocks. You can make me check the stats. Slow. There was never a moment. I mean, if, if you want to round up, I guess. But there was never a moment where he man, even. Don't be so technical, though. Come there on, was never man. a moment where he even eclipsed three blocks. So what are you talking about? Are you lying? No, I'm not. <laughs> My memory is fake. Your memory is ridiculous. <laughs> One, two. He he retired, or I guess didn't play. Back. He got done playing basketball from Milwaukee in the 2015 season. 
And then in the 2015, he missed the 2015, 2016 season. It was a, and literally last year he was playing for the Cavs. What are you talking about? So it's not even that long ago. It Same wasn't. Word. That's why I just said. But that's why I just said. Cavs, are you talking like the, the last five years? Like what he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't even play for the Cavs. Though. I mean, I, like I understand that, years, but like, are you, are you, are you, you? You made it seem like it was a while ago. That's what I'm saying. Like you talking about the last yeah, five okay, years? So five years. Larry Sanders came. Since him, I'm trying to think of a shot blocker. Some Whiteside would be the next best shot blocker, right? If we just going off of like who had more total blocks, Whiteside had more total blocks. Is there anybody between those guys? Is what I'm trying to say. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, but he's been out with injuries a lot. Nigga, this one year. What are you? Wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about, right? Because I, because you're 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 a little all over the place right now. I, I'm I'm talking about shot blockers in the. NBA. Are we just? But we talking about just total blocks? Is that what we talking about? Or are we talking about like blocks We're talking per about game? Shot blocking ability. Nigga, Rudy I'm Gobert just, just, uh, this year is two point six blocks. Like that's. And he's a, a much better defender than Larry Sanders or um. And he's done it. Yeah, I agree with that. So it would be Gobert. Sorry, I was just I was trying to I was trying to work it out in my head. Uh, last very last about year, Whiteside averaged three point seven blocks. Oh shit! What are you talking about? I don't want to. I don't want to demonetize the podcast. Let me chill out. And then and then the year and then in that same year, both um Rudy Gobert and DJ over two blocks. Oh, that was just a one-time thing, though. And then he dropped to two point one the next season, then one point seven this season. But he's getting less minutes this season. And so then the year after so. that, in twenty in twenty fifteen, Anthony Davis three blocks. What are you talking about, Anthony Davis? There we go. Look, I'm trying. I'm not making a statement as much as I'm asking questions because not we don't talk about shot blockers much as a whole. I know I rarely see I the think, conversations. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I think I think a lot of stuff is just overrated. I just, like you think blocks are overrated? I don't think blocks are overrated. No, I think I, I think, think, I think that a lot of stats are overrated because a lot of times they're just unnecessary, and there's just other ways to be more efficient. Because like when it comes to blocks, even Anthony Davis said to himself, like he had to alter his game to where he doesn't just chase blocks, where he just yeah, he tone, no, he tones you're not it meant down. to chase blocks. They just, I mean, but but Hassan, be, but Hassan he, was definitely doing that. Like Whiteside when he got in, I like, agree. That was his, I agree that was his that. thing. So you're supposed to be a defensive anchor, right? And uh, I think a lot of guys get carried away with the numbers. And, like, what's three blocks? That's, like, three possessions all game. And it's not even a guarantee if you get a block they'll get the ball back because you swatted the ball away. Like, there's a good chance unless it hits off the other player or you just palm the shit, you know, which happens rarely. That it's just going back to the other team. I think, obviously, a more important metric would be your ability to dissuade opponents from shooting the ball because of your presence. And I think... Previously, Dwight Howard did a phenomenal job. Probably the best example in the last and decade of doing that. And I was just about that. to say that too. Dwight Howard never averaged three blocks. I mean, he he had he had two years where he was like two point eight, two point nine. But like outside of those two years, none of them are even like two point five. Like all of them but are I think, two. I think the number because you're saying blocks is overrated, but I think the number of blocks somebody gets is a good indication of their ability to anchor defensively. Right? It's, you ever it's play a, Rainbow Six? Like, I, I, they got, I agree. They got roamers. I agree, but I just feel they like got, they're just... You just have to like watch them play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, of course. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I forgot about Anthony Davis, honestly. I didn't, I didn't, that didn't come up to my mind. But you're Maybe right. Anthony Sanders Davis is not even in this conversation. That's how far off he is. I don't know. He shouldn't even. I don't know if he's the best the last defender. Five years? Five. I don't. I don't know about defenders, but like as a shot blocker. But but five there. years though. That that is that the because I mean that's the last time he was. But you got to remember, like the 
the team he was on was pretty cheeks. I, I believe it was. Uh, what like, does that have to do with you blocking shots? If anything, that should that should allow you to block even more shots. Because I believe he had to compensate more for other members of his team's lack of ability to defend. Like, yeah, uh, if he has to like compensate, one, that means that he would get more blocks. No, not always. Because sometimes it just means rotating over and then not getting anything. Because if somebody blows by you, like it's usually going to be the guy from the corner attempting to hedge, or it's going to be the big man picking up. And either switching or doing a hard hedge. And in either situation, a breakdown usually results in... What usually results in block slow is when someone's actually playing good defense and the big man comes up from behind against the block. So contested layup, and then Hassan Whiteside flies up playing help off of his guy uh, in most situations. Let me also say, let me anyway. say this, though. Even in a year that Larry Sanders averaged 2.8, which was his career high... Um, Serge Ibaka averaged three, but he averaged more blocks. And then Serge Ibaka, and then and then after Larry, it was Serge Ibaka with three point oh blocks. Larry Sanders with two point eight, and then the next player is Tim Tim Duncan with two point seven. <laughs> like at this, how old was Tim Duncan at this time? Tim Duncan was thirty six, bro. As a side note, I'm just thinking about this. Tim Duncan at thirty six averaged the third most. Blocks of his career. That's tough. I, I'm glad you brought up these names because I'm 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 looking at Serge Ibaka right now. Roy Hibbert. That Roy Hibbert had two point six. That same the same year. This is no. Nah, let's come on. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that this the same year that you're referring to with Larry Sanders. Yeah. I mean, my my. I mean, Roy Hibbert was not even that far. So no, like no, Larry Sanders is not in the conversation. Rudy Gobert. Shit, Porzingis this year, if he would have stayed healthy, would have been would have <laughs> been more blocks. Lolo. Yeah, your yeah, your your memory yeah. is fuzzy. <laughs> I don't know what you smoking. So, Roy Hibbert is this phenomenal defender, and then on offense was, he, was just finding was he, creative. Was he really? He it could have been Frank Vogel's system at the time. I don't know, but it made him look like a phenomenal defender. I'll put it that way. How does somebody fall off the way he fell off? Because we look at it, it seems almost like he woke up from a dream where he was, a, I mean, he was an eighty-five overall low, and then he just he became a sixty-five overnight. I've I've actually never in my life seen a drop off that serious, unless you consider like the whole Jeremy Lin saga a drop off. He was never that good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it. Uh, Remember when we were having the debates about whether Paul George was consistent, and then I used to bring up like, and I and, I, and I'm right, and I was right about those. I, I guess so because he hasn't so. really proved. To oh me. my god! I, I guess so, right? Uh, besides the point, and I remember I used to bring up like, "Yo, Roy Hibbert did this and this and this," and I believe at the time Mahimi was his backup, and like, "Yo, we didn't even really need Mahimi because Roy Hibbert is doing all this." I'm, I'm glad you. It, it's cool to like. He's very. I don't have a lot of conversations about shot blockers. Usually, it's about scoring or defense or choking in the fourth. But yeah, it's cool we recognize some of these guys, man. And now, and now, Sergio Baca plays for the Raptors. Am I right? And, and we get a chance to, since we lost Biombo, get that anchor on. In, and they run him at the five a lot, so it works out. They just kick Jonas off, or sometimes they play Pirtle. Blow. I'm telling you, off rip. You're gonna want to keep this. You just just in case you want to make a video one day. Young Pirtle is gonna be a great defender in the league. Mm. That guy, man, I'm telling you, he play defense tonight. Oh, uh, he's against, 
That's not an O. He's on the bench, man. <laughs> like, I mean, how much minutes does he play? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but he still could have. He still could have um, played though. I mean, he still could have played defense. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the number. He's averaging eighteen minutes this season. What did he? And how he's many, getting one point. How many minutes he played tonight, though? That's the question. One point three blocks, low. So if he gets double the minutes, but what like does a starter, blocks have to do with you? But I mean, it has something to do. But it's. it's I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you know. Okay, what are you saying, bro? Uh, what are you saying? He played 18 minutes. Today. He played 19. Yeah. He played 19 minutes today. Don't try to come on, bro. You can't don't round try up. to cap it. He played 19 minutes today. He took. He made zero points, zero for one from the field, zero threes, zero free throws. He grabbed three. No, I'm, he I'm, grabbed, I'm telling oh, you to put him on the radar, low. He grabbed three rebounds, zero assists, zero turnovers, zero steals, one block. Lo, he's the fifth option on the team. You got to stop pointing out stats like that. He's the that's how he, zero he assesses though? productivity on the floor. Zero, man. zero agent. How are you the fifth Lo, option? Come on, you, and you, you literally just sat there and said you have to watch these players play, and then you pull up stats fifth, like zero fifth agent option, and you calling him, and that's zero. How's he? He's not a fifth option. Oh, chill out. He's the fifth option on the floor. He's the fifth. Cut it out, agent. Cut the cap. Who's fifth? Who's fifth option? Who's he gonna and get he's the putting up zeros? Who's, who is it? Who is it, Low? Like, is he going to shoot Lowry and DeRozan, right? Then uh, CJ Miles? Nigga, Valachunas and Serge attempt more shots than he do, bro. What are you talking about? Anyway, I'm, I'm just saying put him on your radar, bro. The guy's a good defender. He trash. But you got it. No, let me chill. Let me chill. Let me chill. <laughs> let me chill. You know what makes me feel good? Like, I'll see I'll see the occasional player. Like, uh, like what happened to Sabonis? Is 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 Sabonis still hooping? Like, is he is he like really putting in work? Because I remember when he initially got drafted, there was all this hype around him, and he's been traded since. Like, and was there? I, see, I mean, was there a lot of hype around him, or was it just like? I think, yeah, I think there was. I think there was hype around him. There's hype around any person who's a top fifteen pick. There's always the hopes ah, that he I, I disagree with that. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, which top fifteen player doesn't have the potential to be like a solid starter in the NBA? But you said hype though. He was he was eleventh though. You right? Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, year, anyway, I mean, he, this uh, year. It, oh, I mean, this year he's twelve, eleven, it, it eleven makes, and a half, eight rebounds in in twenty four minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. solid. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not bad at all. Fuck OKC. They they misuse him. <laughs> OKC and was trash. That might be a trend. I'm not gonna lie, especially after Oladipo and Andy Baca too. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I don't know what. Okay, yo, you know, shout, yo, shout out to B Soaks. He said this in his in a video recently. We can't keep calling Sam Presti a great general manager, and like every single time they get some talent, they either misused, or we're saying that Russ doesn't have enough help, or we're saying that the players on the team are trash. But all of those players are the players that Sam Presti are bringing on the team. So we can't sit here and keep saying that like. The players don't work with Russ or they're just trash, but yet praise Sam Presti. That doesn't make any sense. That literally makes no sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I don't know why it happens. It's actually, it's like he's insulated from criticism. <laughs> yeah, very true. Spe- also, speaking of this, and we, we, we almost talked about that on the playoff thing, bro. I'm going to tell you, we talking about the um, Eastern Conference playoffs, but real quick on the, on the West, real quick. I low key, and this is selfish of me now. Don't 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 judge me. But I'm judging I, you already. I low key want the uh, the Thunder to start losing games so they can match up with the Warriors in the first round, and we low key might get the greatest 
series we've ever seen. You're telling I don't know me about that. I'll say uh, I'll say the might. great the greatest first round series. I'll say that. We're t- you it's it's going to be a Golden State Warriors team without Curry because Curry's going to be out, right? So yeah. that means it's going to be KD, Clay, Draymond and the rest of the Warriors with Russ, PG and Steven Adams. Notice how I didn't say Carmelo. Steven Adams with the rest with the rest of uh with the rest of OKC. <laughs> Now I'm now now for for Russ fans out there who keep saying that I'm hating on Russ, let's let's just look down the board now. Who's better between Paul George and Klay Thompson? Paul George. Okay. Actually. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's a tough one. I'm not because who's a better defender, right? I think they're both equal. I I would make an argument Paul George is a better I would, defender. I would, say, I, would, I would make an argument for PG too. But I think offensively, well, PG's also a really good shooter. But I think, but Clay could also. That's a really tough one, man. Is it that's okay? Really all right, let's all right, let's all right, So let, now let's really pause for a second. If you're saying that it's debatable that Paul George and Clay Thompson, like that's an actual debate. How how can anybody sit here and make any argument at any point that Paul George was a top ten player in the league? That's tough. Top ten currently. Like Ray, right now, like how anyone even made an argument last year that Paul George is top ten? If you're sitting here telling me that you don't necessarily know who's better between him or um, him or Clay Thompson, and that's not a knock on Clay Thompson. I think it's difficult to make that assessment, bro, because Clay has never played outside of Golden State. Okay, you so know, at least with at least with Paul George, we got a chance to see him with the Pacers. Very defensive-focused team. That fell apart. But now we see him in a new system and him able to play as a second option on a team. So we just we, we didn't get that chance with Clay. That might just be it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump to say Paul George, although that might be the obvious answer. Okay, so, uh, so but I think majority... I'm, I did this on Twitter, and I asked this on, on Twitter as well. Majority of people are saying Paul George. Really what I did on Twitter, just trying to figure out where people stood before this series may happen. Because if it does happen... If you really think about it, it, it should swing in the favor of the Thunder, right? Like, if we're just looking at player by player, position by position, Clay Thompson, PG, nah. majority of people say PG, Draymond or Carmelo, majority of people say Draymond, but then Steven Adams and who, Zaza or, or JaVale, you would still pick Steven Adams. Like we just talking about starting but it's, five. I mean, that's a very simplistic view of. It's a, it is. It, it's, it's very simplistic, and you obviously got to figure out like the system that they they operate in. All I'm saying though is, Russ and KD separated. KD is going to go into that series being the obviously the best player on his team, and Russ is going to go into that series being the best player on his team, right? I would, I, mean, I would, I would love to see that, bro. I just, I would just love to see that. You're trying to build it up like they wouldn't still destroy the Thunder. They shouldn't. They shouldn't though. I mean, In the all- regular season, KD knows. Right? He know he knows where he's gonna go. He doesn't. He doesn't have to go too far to. And, and Westbrook had Westbrook had that face. He was serious because he knew like, yo, you betrayed me, right? And I'm gonna get back at you. And every time those two matched up, Westbrook went off. But when it's the playoffs and it matters, and KD actually has a reason. Other than just the petty reasons that he had to leave the team, I just I think it's going to be different, man. I think Katie's a better player than Westbrook, and 
And I think most people that aren't OKC fans would agree with that. And not only that, but there's better coaching on the Thunder. They have more depth on the Thunder. They're do they? With- do they? Patrick McCall just actually. I mean, just I mean, you probably don't know this. Patrick McCall just went down. He just got hurt. A very uh, he got hurt. Actually, pretty scary to be honest with you. No, it doesn't matter if Patrick McCall went down. The Thunder don't have good depth, regardless. And so, like, it'd take a, I mean, a pretty say depleted that, team. We say that now, but I remember in the beginning. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying you said this, but I just remember vividly in the beginning of the season how um, people were talking differently about that. But go ahead, go. I mean, of course, when Andre Roberson goes down and other people have to step up, and now Melo's not even playing well, and you got to find alternatives. So, I mean, they, I mean, it, some of it was just injuries, right? But I don't think that series would be a lot. A lot of people are forgetting like how phenomenal KD is, and I think it's almost disrespectful when they do it. Like, oh, Curry went down. Oh, of course they're gonna lose now. It's like, did you forget Clay Thompson is like a phenomenal three point shooter? Oh, they they can still run the same routes and plays they did for Steph with Clay. Unlike the Cavaliers and unlike the Thunder. If their star player goes down, since they're not running the ball through him or they don't rely on him for every single possession, is they can do the exact same thing Steph did, of course, less effectively because who's a better three-point shooter, but with other players. And so the system works and people are interchangeable. Not only that, but we're talking about the Golden State Warriors, man. Like, this Thunder team is a team that's been inconsistent all season long, has found a way to lose to bad teams but beat good teams. I just I don't see how you can make a reasonable argument that that team is supposed to win in a seven. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that that, that they're going to win, not, but it's just going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting, though. I think that would be a very interesting series. Also, I think that Portland and in OKC would be a very interesting series as well. That would be close. That because be close. because it, I I honestly believe if Portland wins that series, I have to start. I have to start looking at Westbrook pretty differently. Depends on how they. I, I mean, let me say. Let me re, let me rephrase that. Depending on how OKC would lose, and I'm pretty sure they would lose in the manner in which Russell Westbrook would underperform significantly. If that were to happen, I would I would have to start looking at Westbrook significantly differently. Like I would just have to. Yeah, me too. If if OKC gets eliminated first round, I don't care who the team is. Then yeah, I agree with that statement. Uh. Oh, they're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> let's let's keep this a buck. You said they are unless they unless they face um, San Antonio, they're losing in the first round. Because the the wolf the wolves that's oh, that's I'm a, okay now that now now we really gonna have to have a, a real conversation if they lose to San Antonio without without <laughs> without Kawhi. Without Kawhi <laughs> uh, we definitely we're we're definitely gonna have to have a real conversation if that happens. Like, the dialogue is going to have to start ramping up pretty significantly. But, like, the Wolves are going to get back, um, what's my man name? Jimmy Butler. I don't think they're going to get high enough to play the Jazz. Then the Spurs are not going to have Kawhi. I don't know. Like, I, like, they, I, I feel like that team has more than enough talent for them to be favored. But another part of me is like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, if that's possible. Like, it's, it's, it's Westbrook. Mello and Paul George. At least with Paul George, when he has an off day, he's providing for you on the other end. Yo, there there are games I'm watching low where I'm just looking at Mello like, y'all just gonna let him take all these shots? Like, it's it's just it's not hitting. And since you're no longer the first option, I don't know if it makes sense to just continue to shoot that like your name is Kobe Bryant. And it's, it's weird to see Mello in like 
you know, to see like how far he's regressed when it comes to, but that's just the way it is, man. Anyway, regardless, I don't know about the East, but the West first round is going to be insane. There's yeah, only the West, one game. The West low. is going to be crazy. There's one game separating eighth seed from fourth seed, and that is crazy. So you, we could find the Pelicans the fourth seed and the Spurs the eighth seed by the end of the season, and it would be to no one's surprise. And no matter who matches up with what, I mean, I think we know Houston's winning first round regardless of which team they but that's play. But that's the thing. If the Pelicans had DeMarcus, I would still pick Houston. But that, like the whole Over, Western yeah, yeah. Conference would be way, it would just it's just a more interesting conference. And like, I, I know we already know this and I know I'm, I'm kind of like beating a dead horse, but it is a shame that it's that, that like the margin is that wide to where like yeah. if, if DeMarcus was legitimately healthy, I think that would be legitimately eight teams in the Western Conference that for the next two or three years, but more specifically this year, would easily run through every single team in the Eastern Conference, maybe outside of Cleveland, depending on how they matched up. And, and maybe, and maybe a fully healthy Boston Celtics team. But even like, I, I, I fuck with the Raptors, but like, I think, I think the Pelicans will give the Raptors a real run for their money. The Timberwolves, obviously a healthy mm-hmm. Spurs team. Mm-mm. The Spurs, the healthy Spurs would, but the Timberwolves and the Pelicans. Would. I think, I think, I think the the um, Trailblazers would give y'all some problems too. Like I, like I don't, like it's, but it's just the fact that it's, it's that, yeah, it's, it's a that, shame. It's, it's that far of a gap. Like it's fucking ridiculous, man. And well, the interesting part for me, even though I'm a Raptor fan, is I think for a long time now the Western Conference has been the more interesting one. Just forget about like the level of competition. It's just more interesting to watch. If there's a game going on in the playoffs, and they do a good job of spacing out the game so they don't overlap, so you can watch every game if you want to in the playoffs. Uh, I think even in the first round, right? They have uh, they have the early starts, and as soon as one game finishes, the next game starts. And so there's no reason for you to miss a game if you're a huge basketball fan and you got the time. You could just turn on the TV and you can run through a marathon for like eight straight hours. But if they made me choose between some of these Western Conference matchups and any East and any team in the East that doesn't involve the Raptors, I'm choosing the West every single time. Every time. Uh, Every single and time. And do, do you know the timeline for Jimmy Butler? Because that's that's something serious. It'd be good to get him back for like at least a week before the playoffs start. I don't, but I can I can look it up real quick. But I know I know for a fact he'll be back by the time the playoffs come back back around. I know that for a fact. Man, because without him, they don't they don't stand a chance. Uh, but, but they got, but they got separate- Wiggins though. What what's what's what, 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 what's going on? They have Wiggins, man. They got a chance. Come on. <laughs> Don't be so negative. Low, I don't know if you heard. Uh, first of all, Ben Simmons was on a stream with Los. You know Los? Los Polos? Yeah, yeah. He called him fat those. on stream, which is hilarious. That's besides the point. But Ben Simmons and Kat were on a Twitch stream. I, I'm sure you heard this because everyone is posting it. Uh, but for the people who haven't, uh, I think Ben Simmons asked Kat, like, who y'all playing tomorrow? And then Kat responded, the Hawks. And then he's like, man, yeah, you can play some more games of PUBG. Like that's, He's basically saying, like, the Hawks is light work. And literally the next day, Cat went out there and got a career high. And so everyone was like, yo, Ben Simmons was right. And, like, at first people were like, watch the Hawks win. And Cat went out there like, damn. And so Cat and uh, Ben Simmons stream consistently on Twitch. And they play a lot of PUBG. Also, Darian Fox, I know, plays some Call of Duty on Twitch. It's crazy seeing all these athletes like really get into gaming. I is know. Is it? Is it really that I crazy? Know. I mean, they they I know they're like your age. Like, how is that crazy? 
I know, but still, like Gordon Hayward, uh, like has his whole hyper well, yeah, yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, Gordon Hayward's a little older, so yeah. And he plays a lot of. Yeah, he's a League of Legends fiend. He was saying. <laughs> he was really getting into it, man. And like, you know what's interesting? Even though they're in 2K, I've never heard one of them go, "Yo, bro, I really fuck with 2K." I always hear him go, "Like, yo, PUBG is great, or League of Legends is great, or Dota, or." Starcraft, whatever they're into, right? Why would you? Why would you be playing basketball for your entire life just to turn around to play game. basketball in a video game? No, like, that's kind of. I'm in. I have a character in NBA Playgrounds. I'm. Sometimes I've been just hopping on there just to play with myself. Just stop. You don't play basketball. Those are two different things. So you're saying like you spend so much time with basketball, you want to? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, just else. take a break. Yeah, why would you not want to do that? I mean, I get that, but anyway. Do you think uh, people who play... Oh, no, no, let me not say that. I was about to say, do you think people who are in the army, they just go home and play Call of Duty? I know they play SOCOM. Yeah. There's a lot of vets on SOCOM. <laughs> yeah, they, they There's probably, probably a lot on PUBG too, man. I don't know. I just feel like I, w- I would definitely understand why they would like want to do something different than, than that. I agree. Yeah. Uh I don't know how we got to this point. I think we were talking about Western. Oh Christmas. no, we talking about we talking about um. No, we got there from Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, Towns, and then but but what did what about Wiggins though? What, what's Wiggins been doing? No, we're not doing that again. Low, I have some. No, more no, I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. What has Wiggins been doing? We said Towns Low. put up. We, no, we said Towns put up career high. Congrats, yeah. to Towns, because that that wasn't a really uh, good night for Towns. <laughs> um, you you can't give this up, man. You but, can't give it up. But if you Wiggins, try. I'm just saying. But Wiggins, what is what is Wiggins doing? So Anthony Brown shaved wow. his brow. You and I'm mad. I, I'm, mad, I'm mad. First of all, you just called this man Anthony Brown. Yeah, I meant to say Anthony Davis because I got my words. You, you, Why did you, you have to call me? Could you? Could you? Could you getting on? You're getting on sensitive about your man Wiggins, man. Before we go, it's not yo low. No, no, no. Before we go, let me just say. Let me just say. Let me say. Let me say. Last game with the Dallas Mavericks, the game that they barely won. Wiggins with the eight point performance in 42 minutes. Twenty three percent from the field, zero for two from behind the arc. There you go. That's all hey, I had he, to he say. Got, he got some Kobe assist though, right? Oh shit! I forgot that was a thing. Oh my god! You know it's so crazy. It's going to be a group of people who are going to grow up not knowing what a Kobe assist is. That's a shame. That That's is a, a shame. Low. There's probably the people listening to this right now that doesn't know what they don't know what we talking about. That's tough. The three years after Kobe retired, when I tell you, like, I would know. I felt like some some like somebody I love left my life. Low. Like that's. I felt like I was missing something. I was watching these NBA games and I just felt like there was there was a part missing. Like the most important. It's like it's like you you, you build this human. But you, you you don't put in the heart, and I. You definitely going too hard just, right now. You going way too hard. It's a shame, man. It's, now you going too it's, hard. I think it's like it's how the old heads felt about Michael Jordan is how I feel about Kobe. It's like it's a shame for the guys that didn't get to see it live, man, because it was truly spectacular. Which is besides the point. Anthony Davis shaved his uh, uni brow. Don't know why because that was his whole brand. I can only imagine he was going to clubs and getting rejected one too many times. I low key feel like that's just a troll for uh, April <laughs> Fools. I, I think that's a that's a, a troll for April Fools. I really do. I, I guess, but it wouldn't be April Fools because he did it the day before April Fools. Or he would reveal it on April Fools. No, he he tweeted it like the day before, bro. I know the, you know I know he did it the day before. He's going to reveal to everyone on April Fools' Day. Hey oh, guys, like, it's April. So you want to? You think it's editing? Yeah. He, 
If you watch the video, he he's vlogging and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna cut the brow." He puts shaving cream on the middle of his massive uni brow, and then he shaves it. But before, while he shaves it, like the camera's down, and then he brings the camera back up, and the camera's pretty steady. So if you motion track and add some Hollywood film effects to the shit, then I'm sure maybe you can get away with something. And honestly, if, it'd be great for his brand if he just came back with a uni brow. I know a lot of guys in the replies were like. What the fuck, man? You were the unibrow guy. Like, why would you change that about yourself? But other guys was like, uh, they re-nicknamed him The Brows with an S for plural. Um, so, man, he's True. making moves, I guess. It, it'd be like if James Harden shaved his beard low. It just, everything changes. Like, <laughs> you that see what I'm be, saying? That would be the craziest thing in the world if he, if he shaved his beard. If he does it for charity, too? Oh, man, his brand, his brand would go sky high. Unbelievably sky high. But that would just be crazy. That's what um, yeah, Iverson should have did, but you know, he didn't do that. What? Cut his dreads? His cornrows, not no dreads. His cornrows. Cornrows. All right. Sorry, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, when he cut, yeah, I don't know. I forgot why he did that. Was it? No, Melo, Melo didn't. I think Melo cut his off because he lost in, in NBA Live or something like that. But I don't I don't remember why. I just think Iverson <laughs> NBA Live. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Iverson just cut it off just to cut him off. I don't know. I can't remember though. So, Lo, I want to ask you something since you brought up Iverson. Uh literally in the last week there's been this emergence of what we're calling the uh so Island Iverson was the answer. Trey Burke wants to be the solution. He said that Iverson what? is his favorite player going whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not only no, 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 have... no, 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 You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to send a link to me in Skype right now where Trey Burke. You said, didn't hear about this? No, I didn't. I need to Bro, hear. It... I need to see where it says that Trey Burke wants to be called the solution. <laughs> that is the worst name. First of all, anybody besides Kobe who gives themselves a nickname, you're immediate. <laughs> you are. You're immediately trash. That's one. <laughs> Two, I need to know where Trey Burke said, I want to be called the solution. I, don't, I actually don't know if he claimed himself he wants to be called. If he did, you're going to have to find a video of the reporter. But I remember seeing tweets, uh, like, I'll send you a tweet from Hoop Central. Trey Burke, a.k.a. the solution, dropped a career high tonight. It, there's a possibility the media nicknamed him that after he said that he wanted to be Allen Iverson. If you missed it, though, he dropped a 42-point game, and he's been playing, like, surprisingly, like, really well out of nowhere. And not he has the cornrows that Allen Iverson had as well. He's literally trying to be Allen Iverson. And there's some super mean crossovers he's gotten in the last week that I'd be surprised if you didn't see on Twitter because it's been going everywhere. So he's he's trying to relive I see, I see, the, I see the hoop. I see the hoop on Central. Yes, yeah, did. so I just I just Googled to find that. I actually don't know how we got the nickname. You'll have to figure that shit out for yourself. But uh oh, I just I found it I found it hilarious. I wanted to get your opinion on it, man. The solution. That is the worst nickname in the world. That's like a knockoff brand. <laughs> this nigga This nigga he's like um you know you go to the you go you go to uh I don't know where you shop, when you shop at Walmart or whatever, but like you go down the cereal aisle. And like they have all the name brand cereals, and at the very end of the cereal aisle, they have like the knockoff cereals. That's Trey Burt. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm pretty sure y'all know yeah. what I'm talking about. Like yeah. at the end, at the end of the cereal aisle, there's like a whole section of just knock knockoff, like no name brand cereals. Yeah, there's actually a brand called No Name too that makes a ton of money just being a no name brand that people buy for cheaper. But uh, 
He it, it, what, but the game, but the, but the game that they had that he had though to I guess people started talking about him. He actually played pretty good. Like I think he had like a forty plus, a forty point outing or something like that. Like he actually played really really good that game, and um, he had some moments. But I don't know. It's I would I would I would want I want them to to like get a point guard and for them to grow and mature a point guard. Instead of just going after everyone in the draft or going after everyone in free agency and, and eventually overpaying for someone, because I don't you know can't, if you can't convince a good player. I, I, I know, I know, but I, I know, I know, I don't know if it was you or someone else told me like like the Knicks are probably they're probably leading the the the, the charge of we're going to overpay Isaiah Thomas in free agency charge. Like they, they more than likely will be one of those teams that are willing to just pay Isaiah Thomas. Why? I thought they had the solution. I finally, thought, man, you're fucking corny. Jesus Christ, that was so funny. <laughs> Yo, add a, add a sound effect, boom, for that one right there, man. No, that's trash. Uh, honestly, I think they should build a point. Like, but he, have, he's been consistent. Here. I'm looking at the game. He's been consistent over the last like ten games. You said he hasn't been. No, he has been like consistently okay, yeah, shooting. 50% or better. There's only two games where he's shooting under 50%, but both of those games he's shooting better than 46%. He's consistently shooting from behind the arc as well. Like he's been playing really well in the last 10 games. Mind you, there's no Porzingis either. And not to say that they're winning the games because they're, they're obviously not winning, but I mean, I don't know why would you not want to just keep... I mean, Trey Burke is still fairly young too. What is he, like 25 years old? Like, why, why would you... I don't know. I would. I would want Trey Burke on my team. You said you wouldn't? I would. I would. I would. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, the Knicks finally find a solution. They don't have to trade or give up a ton of assets to get a point guard or just continue to waste draft picks on point guards that just don't work out. Uh, man, we'll see, man. Porzingis is going to be back next season. We'll see how everything meshes with the team because at the end of the day, uh, they have to build a team around their big fella. And if he does not approve of the decision... It is likely not to happen, but you never know because New York ownership is absolute garbage. So anything can happen, man. Very true. Anything can happen. But I, I still feel like yeah, I, I feel like that's a good option, though. Keep keep um my man and him him and Tim in a backcourt. That's I mean I I don't know I think that's I think that's all. You're gonna say what were you gonna say? You're gonna say that's you gonna say huh? You gonna say something? Like that? Oh, that's tough. No, I, I was gonna say like <laughs> no, that, that's that's a solid that's a solid backcourt, especially in the East. <laughs> That's a really solid backcourt, and then if they draft yeah. him a, um, a, a perimeter, like a perimeter player, like a swing, a swing player, that's like six, seven, six, eight or taller, because there's a lot of it's a good handful of like forwards in the uh, in this draft coming up that they could easily draft and kind of round up their their offense. So I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like the Knicks are that far off from where they need to be. Okay, uh, low man. Brandon Jennings got a couple ten day contracts. Apparently performed really well, man. Because he got a contract for the rest of the season with the Bucks. I know uh, in an earlier podcast we looked at his uh, statistics in his previous tenors in the NBA. And they were absolutely atrocious, shooting horrible field goal percentages. Honestly, I remember Brandon Jennings as a super exciting player who always got the job done. But I looking at the stats, like, ooh, Like, I don't know how any team kept him on. But the Bucks are giving him another chance. Are we, like, are, are we this- seriously talking about Brandon Jennings right now? We we are because does he have a future past no, this specific season? No, he's trash. He's trash, agent. Because them signing agent, Jennings agent, almost agent, means that they agent, give up on Brogdon, agent. right? He's trash, man. But like they signed him, right? So they agent. decided they want him around. Agent. 
He's, don't whisper in my ear he's like that, man. You're trash. I don't know how anyone in today's NBA could shoot under 40%. Like, that is ridiculous. And he's shooting under you know 40% funny, again. In his 10 games, he's shooting 38%. That's what I'm saying. He's still <laughs> shooting under 40%. I don't know. Like, they've, the league is literally made for players to be efficient from the field. How, how you are inefficient in today's NBA is beyond me. Like, it, it literally makes no sense. I don't know how you're inefficient in today's league. So, no. no but, but the point I'm trying to make, Lowe, is what happens trash. to Brogdon, man? Because Brogdon is this potential PG they were looking to develop. And now, not only do they pick up a 10-day contract on a guy, an inefficient point guard. I thought Brogdon was out. I thought Brogdon was hurt. Is he out? Yeah, he's out. That explains the signing. Oh, this man agent knows nothing about basketball. Oh. <laughs> You're right, yo. That you know, it's crazy low. He been out for like a month too. <laughs> You're so like you just you don't know nothing about basketball. Uh, all right, you gotta allow me on that one. Nobody actively watches Bucks games that are. I knew it exactly. As soon as you start talking about, it, I was like, bro, he isn't he still out? Like, what are you talking about? Well, well that explains it then, right? Uh, if he doesn't intend on coming back, because last year in the playoffs, Brogdon was lighting folks up. This year. I mean, outside of the injury, he's been a little bit of a, a disappointment. Uh, well, not the type of... Anyway, besides the point, he's getting a lot of minutes, and that might be the future, but I guess Brogdon going out is what resulted in Brandon Jennings. Hey, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, Low. I'm excited to see Brandon Jennings back in the league. Uh, I'm hoping... I'm not. Can get... I'm not. He, he could have stayed no, out of the league. We're going to get one ankle breaker out of him. We're going to get one game-winning three out of him. What does that mean? He's an exciting player, though. No, like he's J.R. not. Smith he's or, not ex- exciting. Or exciting. That's the word you decide to use. It he to, like Lou Will, J.R. Smith. No, cut the cap. He's inefficient. That's what he is. What is that? Why are you like? <laughs> damn, it sounds like you hate the guy just because of his efficiency. I'm, but you said exciting. Yeah, I mean, Kobe wasn't efficient, was he? But whoa, he was still exciting. Oh, stop. Agent. I know, I'm stretching. I'm You're stretching. not going to sit here and compare. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm stretching. Kobe I'm stretching. Bryant to a player who, for his career, averages under 40%. Come on. Brandon Jennings for his entire career. Brandon Jennings for his entire career has only had two seasons where he shot 40%. Or better, and one of those seasons he shot exactly forty <laughs> percent. Cut it out, agent. Cut it out. I'm trying to give him. I'm trying to like. You got to be a little bit optimistic, man. You can't just shoot for down. What? He's been in the NBA long enough for us to know who he is, and he came back in the NBA, and he's exactly who he was when he left the NBA. So what am I being optimistic for? Exactly. I'm looking at Brock doesn't efficiency. Brogdon's shooting literally 49% this year, too. So it's, it's almost like night and day uh, when it comes to... Regardless... And he's uh, a defensive fans, liability. He, he's 6'1", don't play no defense. Like, come on, cut it out. All right. I just thought it was uh, interesting that he decided to sign him full-time. I mean, almost like in a step... You know, honestly, Lo, I don't know why this just occurred to me. It might have just been a business move, to be honest. A lot of Bucks fans are like, oh, Brandon Jennings is back. They might... You know, set oh, up absolutely. I'm going to tell you right now, if I was a Bucks fan and they brought back Brandon Jennings, I might have been like, bro, I'm boycotting y'all until y'all cut him. Like, I'm not. No, they loved him. No, they loved I'm, him. but I, if I was a Bucks fan, which I'm not, but if I was, 
I would be boycotting. I like, bro, I was there when he was trash. He's still trash. I'm boycotting. If you, if you, if y'all keep Brandon Jennings, it makes it makes uh, also sense. low. Uh, injury reports say Brogdon should be coming back early April. So I don't even know how much they're gonna get a chance to use Brandon Jennings. Another ten, another ten like, more games. That's exactly how long it's gonna be, and they're gonna cut him. <laughs> another ten more games. Another, another hey, ten more, and they're gonna cut him. Go ahead, get that bag, Brandon Jennings. Which also his initial spell, BJ. I feel like is worthy of pointing out. Go ahead, get those because uh, he sucks. Oh, okay. That All was right. that was that was yeah, that was that was that was too much. Yeah, was come much. on, you can't call me out on corner. That was that was yeah, that was that was too much. That was too much. But yo, before we wrap up this um, podcast, because I do want to talk about this. Shout out to the um to the Perhaps Hall of Fame. No, the Hall of Fame inductees, man. Ah, man, we're gonna talk about the Hall of Fame again, man. We can't. I mean, we can't talk about the Hall of Fame. I'm just some I, of some well, of you, some of our favorite players are going into the Hall of Fame this year. And and how 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 does that matter? How does that matter to anybody? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Basketball? How does that matter to anyone who's watching basketball? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, shout out to um Steve Nash, one of your favorite players. No. I mean he's he's Canadian, so yeah. He's but he's one of your favorite players. You you, you put the cape on for him, so let's chill out. Shout out to Steve what? Nash. You put the cape on. You like you try to save his career every single time. I tell the truth about it. You know. Low, low can't stand here in the word. If, if you say the word Jason Kidd and Steve Nash in the same sentence, a legend of winning somewhere in the world erupts like a volcano and just goes off for hours and hours on end about his pointless spiel on how Jason Kidd is a way better player. Even though we know the two-time MVP is really the better guy. He's, he's, the point, not, he's not, though, but okay. Also, <laughs> you also, like how I said that in there? Exactly. Like I just yeah, I know. To- he's not, though. But also, Jason Kidd, speaking of him, he's going to the Hall of Fame as well. Uh, shout yeah, out to yeah. Grant Hill, who's going to the Hall of Fame. For those people mm-hmm. out there who are killing Grant Hill, because I see plenty of people who are saying like Grant Hill shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame X Y Z. Um, he's in. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So did he, Ben he, Wallace make it? No, Ben Wallace still didn't make it. That, that's the point I was going to get to later, though. Damn. Grant Hill's going to make it because he was a two-time champion at the collegiate level, and then he had like a good <laughs> six. <laughs> what he said the collegiate level? Collegiate, yeah, collegiate, yeah. Then, what? Then, so you're telling me when they put someone in the basketball okay, hall of fame? Okay, let me, let me finish, though. Then he had, like, a good six, seven-year stretch in the NBA. But then for the rest of his career, he was riddled with injuries and he was hurt. Grant Hill is trash. Stop, 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 stop. Chill, chill, chill. And then we, and then we have um, Ray Allen going to the Hall of Fame as well. Um, Mo yeah. Cheeks. I'm, I'm happy they actually gave Mo Cheeks a look. Cause Who? Mo Cheeks made it? Maria, yeah, Maurice Cheeks, yeah. Cause they 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 Dead kept they kept, me Mo Cheeks. they kept ducking. I don't, I don't I don't know why they kept ducking on Mo Cheeks, but you know, shout out to Mo Cheeks. And well, you think he deserved it? I felt like he he should have been in the Hall of Fame to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know why they kept overlooking him, but um, shout out to Mo Cheeks. And and I, I feel and I will also keep it a buck with you. I think the only reason why they gave it to him is because he started getting into coaching, and so when you started getting into coaching, that also adds to your resume. As a um as a Hall of Fame recipient, yeah, his resume is not looking nice, by the way. That's why that's I like, just I just sat there and said the reason why he's because yeah. he just he became part of the coaching. Oh, so staff, coaching yeah. is so yeah. it's, it's basketball as a whole. Yes, where have you been? <laughs> so you're you're telling me that I just this told you I just me, told love. you Grant Hill got in not only because I mean it was a very limited prime, unfortunately, in the NBA, but also because he's a two time champion at, at the college yo. level. 
People get Come in on. for coaching. People get in for the Olympic play. People get in but for th- a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you're if you're a gold medalist, I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't think Manu Ginobili has done enough in the NBA for him to be in the Hall of Fame. But because definitely more than Mo but Chiefs. because he's a gold medalist and because he has so much influence overseas, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous, love. That is ridiculous. I 100 percent agree. Everybody, the, like, who? <laughs> oh, you all over NBA the place. Fans. You're all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of this because what you're telling me is you can get accomplishments outside the NBA where we can all agree the competition is easier, right? Mm-hmm. And then that is going to count towards you being in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only thing yep, that should yep, matter yep. is the NBA. Like if, you, if you win in the Olympics, it doesn't matter, right? There, there are superstars that don't play in the Olympics because they do not give a fuck. And so those superstars, are you telling me oh, well, they, no, they, they so won't have almost every superstar has a gold medal though? I, but like after a couple gold medals, like I, what I'm I mean, trying yeah, to yeah, say yeah, is I, like I understand what be, you're saying, but I'm, I'm just saying like I'm wow. I, don't, I honestly, I, for this my whole life, this I realized I didn't even know that the Hall of Fame was just an entire basketball thing. I just thought it was there's no such, always just there's NBA no such, specific. There's but. no such thing as an NBA Hall of Fame. It's a basketball there Hall of Fame. There needs to be one. I'll be there interested need, in there that There does one need sure. to be one. And yeah. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep, I'm, let, me be, let me be honest right now. Okay. <laughs> let me be honest. If there was... Before you be honest, could I, could I say something? Go ahead, go. If the NBA came out with their Hall of Fame... You know how irrelevant the other Hall of Fames would be? It would it would be it would be ridiculously irrelevant. If there was an NBA Hall of Fame, and especially if the NBA Hall of Fame was as strict as the NFL Hall of Fame or the Football Hall of Fame or whatever Hall of Fame that is, Ray Allen would not be a Hall of Famer. I don't I don't, I don't know about Ray Allen. I mean he won LeBron the championship. Reggie Miller he carried would not be a Hall of Famer. I might I might agree. I think Ray Allen's better than Reggie Miller. There, but there are a few players who are in the Hall of Fame right now. And I think the only reason why they're in the Hall of Fame is because how the standards have been so low, especially over the last several years, where they would not be in the Hall of Fame. It's, again, like I said before, especially if the, the, the I guess the criteria that needed to be met was as strict as the NFL Hall of Fame. There's absolutely no way that Ray Allen will be in the Hall of Fame right now. No way. Ray Allen though? Why are you why are you mentioning Ray Allen? Because he just he just got in the Hall of Fame. I don't think Grant yeah, I don't man. think Grant Hill would be in the Hall of Fame. Because if we're yeah, if we're saying okay. NBA, specifically NBA, Grant Hill would not be in the Hall of Fame. I'll even go further than this. I'm also let me also let me keep it a buck as well. Cause Does Larry Sanders make it? You're bugging. You're bugging. Yeah, you're bugging. You're bugging. Let me also keep it a buck though as well. I love T Mac. But I was gonna say that too, Logan. I don't. Know? I don't know how T Mac got in the Hall of Fame over like Ben Wallace. I'm. I'm still confused about that. That that is confusing me to this day. I don't know how he got over in the NBA and in the, in the bat, even his basketball Hall of Fame over C Webb because T Mac did not go to college, so he doesn't have any collegiate record. I don't necessarily know if he even went overseas to play for the Olympics as well. So I'm confused to why T Mag is in the Hall of Fame. Because he's a memorable superstar in the league, low. And that sometimes, sometimes that's all that matters. Probably the same reason why Vince Carter is going to get in. But I would, I would argue because of the longevity of Vince Carter, that's the reason why he should be in the Hall of Fame. 
but I mean, it wasn't all like he he was in the league for a while, but it wasn't all like you know. There's there's a point where he just dropped off to like eight points per game. I mean, that's true, but he's going to have the counting stats in his favor when it comes to T Mac. Like the total stats, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it comes to T Mac, we're we're talking about what a six seven year prime, and even some of those years in his prime, they were cut short due to injuries. T Mac yeah. never made it past the first round in the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm sorry that I have to like speak this way about T Mac because I, I do love T Mac, but when I look at that, do that, you though? When I look at that, you're always such a hater. Wow, like, you're always so busy hating on NBA wow. players, man. When I look at some of these players who are making it into the Hall of Fame over other players who are not, especially when T Mac made it, even if we want to give T Mac, you know, a Hall of Fame nod, I don't know how T Mac got the first ballot Hall of Fame. That doesn't make any sense either. I'm not going to lie to you, Lo. I don't give a fuck about the Hall of Fame so much. I don't even know what first ballot means. I just hear first, that shit. First, first ballot means that on your first try to the Hall of Fame, you got into the Hall okay. of Fame. Yeah. So, like, what's what's the craziest? Has anyone, has anyone ever been, like, a 10th ballot Hall of Fame? This, Famer? Nigga, this nigga Mo Cheeks has been retired for how many years? Oh, and he just got he in. Just got, he he oh, retired. Man. He retired in '93 and just got in. He's a 20th ballot hall of face, <laughs> face ass. So there's definitely people who are about. I don't know. I mean, Mo Cheeks. He, he, he's a champion, four-time All Star, four-time. I mean, five-time um, all defense, all defense team. So I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like if 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 T Mac got into the NBA, I mean, he got into the Hall of Fame because he has what two more All Star games, and two more All NBA selections, or two more. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it, but I don't know. I don't think that Mo Cheeks, his resume is that bad of a resume. It is, but it is. It definitely is. There's no reason he should make it and Ben Wallace shouldn't, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, but, I, oh, yeah but again, I, I definitely agree with you on that as well. There's absolutely no rhyme or reason. And I'm happy Mo Cheeks is in the Hall of Fame, but there's no rhyme or reason why Ben Wallace is still not in the Hall of Fame. That is ridiculous. That's, that's just ridiculous. Low, if... They made an NBA 2K Hall of Fame. Do you think Byron Scott would be in there? He probably would be, bro. Shout out to my shout out to my nigga B Scott. BS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but um, but I'm 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 serious though about that. I don't I don't know I don't know if they're waiting. I don't know what they're waiting on to put Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame. I just don't. I don't I don't get that, and I don't know what they're waiting yeah. on to put C Webb in the Hall of Fame. I don't understand. You think like either. you think C Webb and Ben Wallace are just watching it at home, like? Oh, like, I know, I know. C Webb is pissed. <laughs> I know for a fact. C Webb is one of those people who just hold grudges. But like, I just I don't understand. How, like, how you know that, man? Have you heard him talk? Listen to I have. Listen to yeah. C Webb talk. There's, there's a um, moment that they had on um, this show they do called Open Court with some of the ex NBA players, yeah. right? You know about it. And it was you have to explain that shit to me. Yeah, yeah I know, I don't ahead, know, but man. like they did, they did one of the shows, you know, in a segment they, they're doing like the the next ten players on the next top fifty list or whatever, right? And um, C Web names get brought up in the conversation, so they're kind of debating, they're oh. arguing it, and they they get to the conclusion that C Web should be considered, right? So then they take commercial break, and C Web gets up. And jumps into Kenny Smith's face and he's like, Bruh, how are you gonna sit there and tell me I'm not one of the next top ten? Go ask Dirk about my numbers. Go go look at my numbers compared Wait, to Dirk. Top ten in the NBA history? Yeah, we're talking about 
the next ten, they're they're saying that it was um a twenty year oh, a twenty year okay, anniversary okay, okay. of when the NBA made their top fifty list, and they're saying since twenty years has passed, who are the next ten players that we're going to add to that list? And they, they were trying to debate C Webb, and Kenny Smith was one of the people who were like, I don't know about C Webb, right? <laughs> while and he's he's saying this while C Webb is there. Which is it's, that's it's low key real, and so then they go to commercial it break. Is, yeah. They go to commercial break, and they're like, he just he gets up and he's like yelling at at, at Kenny like, but compare my numbers to, to Dirk's numbers. And I'm how, like, how did you guys hear that? Did someone leak the tape? Oh no, they they just they let it. They they actually showed it on the show. Oh, they were like, damn. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they just, just they just before they came back from commercial break, they just showed C Web wilding. Damn, I bet C Bell was cheese. The producer was like, "Yep, I love conflict. Let's keep this going." <laughs> what a face! No, oh, I don't. I just don't. Man. I don't. I don't. And this is not me trying to bash on no one for real, for real people. But I just don't know how C Webb and, and Ben Wallace are not in the Hall of Fame. I just don't. I don't get uh, that. I hope the NBA comes out with their own. I want. I want all this to become irrelevant. You know, it might matter for the players, right? But there shouldn't be any social significance attached to an award. That has such an arbitrary system that doesn't even determine. What, like, what's do they do they ever make public what the actual criteria is? Like, no, what's it's, the it's just people who vote they're... on it, and so and I don't even know if the people who vote on it. Do you know one, who these people that's are? That's what I was just about to say. That too. I don't even know if the people who vote on it are publicly known, or at least it's they probably are publicly known, but the the cast of people who are voting for the Hall of Fame are not. You know, people don't know who they are. And then the Hall of Fame committee, that's that's what it is. And then you have the people who are introducing to the NBA Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken, those people, they also have um, a, a chance to vote in who's going to be the next people into the Hall of Fame as well. So, again, it's... Can you tell me I could just make my own Hall of Fame? Yeah, if, and then- if, if you get vote, if you're in the Hall of Fame, so next year Ray Allen and Steve Nash and Jason Kidd, they will have the option to vote in who they believe should be in the Hall of Fame. Damn. But I think I think right, I think that's, that's only I think but I think it's only like they obviously don't have it's not like 50-50. I believe their percentage of how much their vote actually matters is significantly different from the people who are in the Hall of Fame committee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um well, good thing is it doesn't really matter, right? So if you're Ben Wallace or Chris Webber, you can go to home. Go to sleep at no, night no, no, I think I, I think I think it does matter. I think I think st- I think stuff like that matters. I think that what you were just talking about the, the uh, open court that discussion they were having about the next ten. I feel like that's more important to the players than being inducted to the Hall of Fame because you want to be recognized by your peers as an excellent player, and so they're amongst themselves and they're having a debate about who they believe is the next ten, and that right there. I think would be worth more if Kenny went to Chris Webber and he was like, yeah, no, I definitely believe that you're right here. I think that that will mean more to him because I, these are the guys that you are playing. These these NBA players, you go up against these I, guys. I'll tell, you why so I dis- they know- I'll tell you why I disagree. Because some of those same players are in the Hall of Fame and they get a chance to vote for the Hall of Fame players. Kenny, even, you- even Kenny is not in the Hall of Fame. So... Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, why would I give a fuck what Kenny what Kenny thinks? But if if Barkley's in on part of part of the process of voting me into the Hall of Fame, and Barkley doesn't believe that I should be in the Hall of Fame, I would definitely care more about that than Kenny Smith. You know what I'm saying? 
No, but think about it like this. Let's say let's say you're in college. Wouldn't you rather have your classmates mess with you than some random board that elects top students based Dude, on a I set know, of criteria I would, I would, that's I would rather ambiguous. have the random board because the random board is going to immortalize me. It won't, though. Cause oh, being, for no, me, being like, in the Hall of Fame will definitely immortalize you. I don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, to a certain extent, I can write Kobe Bryant's name on my wall, and he's immortalized on the wall, too, isn't he? Like, it's like, but to to what avail? Like, the the only way the Hall of Fame has significance is if people place significance on it. Because aside from just being on a list, it doesn't mean anything. But when you talk to other players that you've played against or that are legends in the league, and they tell you, like, when Kobe turns to Kyrie, he's like, yo, he got it. Or when Kobe, like when Kobe says something about you, like that's that's the pinnacle because he's that guy and he's a legend in the league and he's been through it all. And so when he shows and puts respect on you, I feel like that would motivate and inspire, or let alone just mean more to somebody than. You see what I'm trying to go with this? I, I, but anyway, I, I see I see what you're saying, but what I'm saying is one, you gotta have both, and two, if Chris Webber, and I'm just we're just saying Chris Webber because it's easy to correlate with him. But if Chris Webber doesn't make the Hall of Fame. Part of that also means that some of his peers don't believe he should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Because if some of his yeah, peers some, that are in the Hall of Fame and they're like, "Nah, that nigga C Web, nah." <laughs> <laughs> if, if they if they just if every single year his name comes up and it's like, "Nah, man, he can't he can't get in here, man. He not nah, he not he not Hall of Fame worthy." And I'm assuming like it's unknown votes, right? So you can't yeah, yeah, see you, you don't you what? don't know, but like at some point you you want to like tell yourself like, "I guess they not really rocking with me." You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you're you going to, like, eventually get to that point. Also, shout out to, shout out to Steve Kerr, because Steve Kerr is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Not probably. He will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, if if, if coaching is part of yeah, it. Coaching, yeah, coaching. Especially if he, he, he wins the championship this year, then without a doubt, he'll be a part of it. Yeah, he's going to be Hall of Fame. But I, I just, I don't know. I just wish it wasn't as arbitrary as it is right now, and I wish, I wish it was some standard. Like, I wish it would just be something that would be, like, if you do X, Y, Z, yada, 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 you'll be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. So, uh, on that note, Lo, uh, we're going to switch over to your highlight player of the week. Um, then we, we talked a lot about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I fully started the Hall of Fame conversation with, do we really got to talk about the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out. Wait, wait, wait. Well, is this, is not nothing to talk about. We, we good. We're done. I mean, there's always something to talk yeah. about in the NBA, man. But yeah, right. we can't make the podcast 50 hours long. No, we can't. We can't. Um, I was gonna say shout out to um Towns because I felt like um, I guess I, I still can, right? I mean, I, I can. No, I can, I can give a if shout. You want, bro? I can give I can give a shout out to Towns. No, nah, I'm not gonna give it to Towns. He's he doing what he's supposed to be doing. I'm not gonna give it out to him. Um, oh, okay. Shout out to um. Shout out to Dane. I'll give another shout out to Dane, yo. I think I'm starting to put a lot more respect on Dame and, and that my expectations of who he is as a player are starting to rise a little bit. And I, I've even started to make arguments that he might actually be better than Westbrook. You know? So Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little crazy, but all right. Is man. it though? I don't uh, I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think it's that crazy at all. If they go into the yeah, if they go is. into the postseason, you're forgetting Dame's defense. I know you're gonna be like, but Westbrook doesn't. I was about to say, but I think Westbrook is more capable defensively. He may be then. capable, but he don't play it. So, but if if we go no. if we go into the postseason and and they match up in the first round and Portland beats them, 
I'm, I can't. I'm going to have to have. We're going to have to have different questions. <laughs> I mean, we're just going to have to have that dialogue, yo. That dialogue is going to have to happen. And I don't. I don't know how you can keep denying Damian Lillard of being better than Westbrook at that point. Yeah, I definitely want to watch more Portland games. I've only watched like three or four throughout the season. Yo, Dame. And, yo, Dame went on a stretch where he was just unbelievable, and I caught. I caught some yeah. of those games. Dame is a Dame is something else, man. You know what the thing is, though, when it comes to watching games. Like I just with the heart with all my heart I hate watching commercials, man. It's just so easy for me to just later like go on YouTube and watch the highlights. But you miss so much when you're just watching. I was about to say watching highlights, face. But like, there's no commercials. You see what I'm like? I just I can't stand the commercials, man. They're so long, man. Especially at the end of games, right? I just want to skip to the part where somebody misses or hits a shot. Building up that uh, anticipation. Get you a little antsy. No, it's not. Get it you a little antsy, little, little, you know, little anxious, you know? <laughs> All right, man. What My highlight this? player is Trey Burke himself, a.k.a. The Solution. That is, a, that is uh, the worst name I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. <laughs> After uh, last year with Washington, man, I think a lot of people just thought his career was going to go downhill. And uh, it's, it's really cool to see him kind of just reemerge as, as a potential like starter and even like people are projecting like you know that he's gonna be a star you know i heard one person say he's gonna be the greatest player all. i'm 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 chill yeah let yeah, me, yeah let me stop. just chill chill for a second but i'm just saying like i think i like to see instances where people see that there's a real potential that they might not be in the league much longer and they might have to go to china or turkey or EuroLeague or wherever it is and they find a way to step up and make themselves useful. I know it's on a New York team that's losing a lot, but I think he proved himself. And he might have just solidified himself a nice little 12, 13-year career in the NBA. Or he might be even better than that. Who knows? Either way, he's securing the bag, and it makes me happy. So shout out to Trey Burke. I was about to say the same thing. Who, who cares what, what type of career he has? We getting that bag. And I mean, that's what really, that's what really, really matters. Secure the bag alert. That's what I'm saying, bro. No one don't. I mean, you could care, but if you're not going to be at that level... Of greatness, bro. No, no one don't really care, bro. Just stay in the NBA as long as you possibly can, and get that bag, bro. That's that's all that matters. Yeah, interestingly enough, low uh, five years is the average for an NBA career. So most people only get a chance to to do five years. By the time their rookie contract is up, if there's no qualifying offer or no player option, right, then they just have to move on. Exactly. And in today's so. NBA, it's definitely not the time to be moving on. You need to get that bag. He's paid, his, exactly paid right, as man. much as you possibly can before you get kicked out the NBA. But um, again, and uh, the go ahead, go. I was gonna say the new CBA is gonna be renegotiated, I believe, in 2020. So we'll see how the cap changes and the split between the players in the league. Who knows? It might be like there's a even bigger cap, or maybe the league. Hey, this well, all I know is when it's 2020, there's gonna be either a massive lockout or a strike by the players. Uh, and either way, it's gonna be. Some interesting controversy. I don't, I don't think so. I think I, I think it's get, starting to get to a point where everybody can get money. No, no. I'm the only reason they made it pass. I believe it was 2016, was because they said they were going to renegotiate in 2020. So they delayed a lot of the stuff that both the players in the league wanted until 2020. But I think, I, if and, I'm not mistaken, the reason why they did this is because it wasn't clear on the projections. That just seemed a little too outrageous, and they just wanted some. In which, come to find out, they were ridiculous, outrageous. And so they just wanted some some re- they wanted to think, postpone the renegotiations. Nah, think about it like this, Lo. Think about it like like think about it like in two K ten the NBA two K launched and all all twenty sixteen was a patch, right? In twenty twenty, a new game is gonna launch, 
And so, anyway, besides, the I know point, I, I, right, I, I get what you're saying, but I, if my understanding, I thought the reason why they just postponed is because there was no clear indication of how much money was going to be brought in from all the different. Maybe avenues. that was, I guess, that was part of it. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's a lot of issues that the Players Association wasn't willing to bend for. Uh, that the league was like mm, not happening, so they're gonna clash uh, regardless in 2020. It should be interesting. Uh, and low, I I can almost predict with a, a, a little little bit of certainty that it might be one of those shortened seasons that year. We'll see how it goes. Possibly. Yo, but so close out low. This I was is, about, this is podcast, I was about right? to, but chill out, okay. man. Chill out, bro. Chill out, all right? So that I think you forgot the name of the podcast. Yo, That's why you're trying to delay. Chill out, bro. <laughs> chill out. I know the name of the podcast, bro. All right, but, go ahead then. Yo, can you chill out, man? Can I say my <laughs> you outro? You forgot the name of the podcast, yo, bro. <laughs> shout out to all my people. Well, but on some real note, bro, congratulations to all the people who got nominated into the Hall of Fame. I don't want to be throwing shots at no one, but like, I think to me it's a big deal because it captures history and you're immortalized forever. But well, that being said, though, shout out to everybody who listened to the podcast. Thank you all for rating us five stars. Thank you all for giving us the opportunity to share an hour or two of your time throughout the week. And thank you to my co-host, Agent Zero. We'll catch you next AKA time. AKA the main character. That's my new nickname, no, y'all. No. If, if Trey Brooks can be called the solution, then I'm the main character. And you Go think ahead. that's a good, uh, you think that's just a good option? You think it's just cool to name yourself? A nickname? Yeah, yeah, no. If Kobe did it, I could do it, bro. And you're definitely not Kobe. And um, I'm better. thank y'all you're for right. watching another episode of the All Top Podcast, better known as Sliding Them DMs, because you want to be this bugging nah, out that's not the same one. Which one is you it? You said Rihanna sliding in the DMs. No, I didn't. It, I cut it out. No, sliding into Rihanna's DMs. That's what it was. So you still got it wrong. Okay. Whatever. It's, y'all get the gist. Y'all get the gist. And we'll see y'all next time. I feel like you about to just steal my thing. Though. I just thought about this. Peace. Chill out, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll catch Peace. y'all. We'll, Peace out, guys. We'll catch Bye. y'all next podcast. Peace. Look, you just stole my stuff, man. Chill oh. out, bro. Chill out. Stop stealing. I, I trademarked it. Honestly, I'm about to go to the trade. was <laughs> Just like a culture Jesus. vulture. A culture vulture. You be stealing my shit, bro. Honey. Honey. What? I I can't sleep. Oh. Would you mind if I put on some white noise? Yeah, sure, babe. Yeah. Ah, so much better. It's hard to be without your bike. So do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. And when you ride with us for four straight years without an accident, we won't count your first one against you, no matter how much it costs. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Accident forgiveness not available in all states.